Hi, I'm Susie, and I have pink hair. And I'm Alexis, and I'm wearing Crocs. Crocs and a hat covered in pins. And you're listening to Jawbreakers, the universe's best podcast. The universe's best podcast. Every episode, we look at celebrities and musicians to find fun little tidbits and conspiracies you won't see in magazines. We follow snack food mascots like Mr. Peanut and the Keebler Elves to make sure they're staying in their lane. And we do it all while eating candy and hitting jewels. And we do it all while eating candy and hitting jewels. Jawbreakers. <laughs> no, it's fine. Listeners of Jawbreakers Podcast. This episode, we built a playlist for you to listen to in this final week leading up to Christmas. They are all Christmas songs. If you don't celebrate Christmas, this playlist might be kind of silly, but I think it's still pretty good. And it's not entirely traditional. So, you are going to like it either way. Also, you could have heard this episode a little bit sooner if you were a patron. Thank you so much to our patrons that already already are on there. Um, I sent out stickers this week to everybody because we got brand new ones and they're beautiful. And yeah, and the Patreon has all kinds of bonus features, early access to episodes, weekly wallpaper downloads, etc. Depending on your tier, the highest tier has behind the scenes content for people who might want to make any sort of stop motion or um, podcast for themselves. At this point, I hope you're aware of my philosophy that everybody should have a podcast. I think we should really saturate the market with people who are just working off of uh, little headset microphones and ideas that are perhaps, you know, not the most academically sophisticated. Thank you again. The Patreon is up and running. You can find the link in the show notes and you can find a link to this playlist in the show notes as well. Thank you. Hope you enjoy the episode. What do you got there? Oh, uh, it's punch and gin, right? Yep. You know me so well. Yeah. Okay, so Guy Fieri. That's not how you say his name. How do you say his name? Fieri. Okay, so Guy Fieri posted a TikTok today of him through time, right? What mm-hmm. What was it? Like, like high school pictures growing up. Right, and he had a Jack Harlow sound, which was great. Did you catch what his name was in his high school yearbook photo? Guy Ferry, F-E-R-R-Y. That is his name. Are you sure? Yes, you can go ahead and look at it if you want. While you look that up, I'll just tell the people that today I found Guy Fieri by Gordon Ramsay. But it's a made-up name anyway, so I don't care. So you're not going to respect that? Uh, I'm just saying he made it up. So, like, it, the pronunciation isn't, like, a lineage thing. Are you watching the TikTok? No, I'm going to his Wikipedia. Okay, that works. Guy Ferry. Guy Fieri was born Guy Ferry. Uh-huh. It's like Fieri s- was the actual name of his grandfather when he left Italy and immigrated to America. The chef changed his name in order to honor his family. Wow, I did not expect you to turn that around on me, but you did. 
All right, fine. Guy Fieri. Fine. What's the what's Gordon's last name? Ramsey. So Guy Fieri's name is Guy Ramsey Fieri. Really? Is Gordon Ramsey his real name? I found uh, Guy Fieri Gordon Ramsey fan fiction today. So I was telling Alexis that Gordon Ramsey is a Scorpio, which makes perfect sense because he runs Hell's Kitchen. Only a Scorpio could run a place called Hell's Kitchen. But you win. I really didn't see that coming. <laughs> you thought? I mean... I had no idea that was why. I just knew. It's fine, but it's like Stephen Colbert stopped pronouncing the T at some point. You know, like if it's a stage name, like it doesn't really matter as much. So do you call Stephen Colbert? No. It's easier to say Colbert. Okay, so you're saying Fieri is easier to say than Fieri. Uh, Ariana Grande's name is Grandy. No one's saying Grandy. Is it Grandy? She says Grandy. As a joke? No. Like, when she talks about her family, she says the Grandy family. Like, that's how the family says the name. Huh. Does she want people to call her Grandy? I don't think so. I mean... I think a Grande is a better stage name. Agreed. Plus, on top of that, she's done it again. If you've used TikTok in the past week, you're aware that Ariana Grande has once again changed races. I I didn't know. So I saw a picture like two weeks ago that was like Ariana Grande eight years ago versus today or something. And the first thing I noticed was just how tan she used to go, which everyone I think is aware that she's pushing it. Right. On the tanning and the black scent and the whatever else. Right. Now, but the newer picture, I was like, whoa, like something about her features seems so off. And in her recent photo shoots, she has like winged eyeliner. She has like a little bow, all this. But either she got some sort of plastic surgery or she has it edited so that there's no crease in her mm. eyelid and she looks Asian. I vaguely heard about that. And she's, like, pale as F now. Wow. And it's just a little suspicious. Because what I thought was happening at first was I was like, okay, so she heard everyone saying, like, we're not tanning this dark anymore as white people. Chill out. And I thought she was just going to get away with, like, going back to a more real skin color for herself without really drawing attention to it or addressing it. Yeah. But no, she's gone full Asian. Wow. I'm kind of over it. I'm like, just there's too many things I can't forgive with her at this point. Yeah. Did she, has anyone, has she said anything? She hasn't said anything. But like, come on, dude. Just be Italian. Just be Italian. Be a grandi. Yeah. Grandi. Grandi. But I think, so, I think that saying grande also helps her cultivate this multi-ethnic personality that she doesn't have. Speaking of black scent. Okay. Billie Eilish released her yearly Vanity Fair. Oh, she did. I didn't know that. Yeah. Does she address how many times she's used a black scent? No, but it's very faint. Oh, it's it's, it's chilling out. Yeah, like a lot. Okay. Which, like, she is growing up. Right. That's kind of, that's what I kind of thought Ariana Grande was yeah. doing. Is like, okay, I'm, I'm not necessarily going to address this because I don't want the media hype about yeah. it. Yeah. Because it looks bad. Right. And, you know, she's always said she's going to do these interviews, like, every year for the rest of her life. Yeah. Like, I think she needs to start doing them, like, every five years. 
are they too similar at this point? Yeah, but then every year it's like, oh, I used to think this about myself. It's like, it was a year ago. 18 to 19 doesn't matter. <laughs> like, I don't know. You think so? They're getting very similar. And, like, she almost seems bored answering the questions. Yeah, as long as she's bored, I don't want I don't want her she, to be bored. Yeah. But as someone whose opinions change rapidly. Yeah, she just seems bored answering the questions. Like, she almost, like... That's not fun. It feels like she doesn't know how to answer them because they're going to be pretty... They're going to be too similar. Do you know if they show her the last answer before she answers? I don't know. I I've been tr- I was trying to figure that out because there's sometimes where like before she answers she's like, "Oh man, that Billy blah 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 blah." But then there were some where she just answers them and then the- Right, I don't know how much of it's in the edit. Yeah. For anyone who doesn't know what we're talking about, Billie Eilish has been answering the same exact questions on Vanity Fair on a video interview since she was like what, 15? Yeah, for like I think this is her 5th year. Something like yeah, so like and it's been interesting to see it. Yeah. Especially because they show all of her, like, social media. Yeah, they're like, how many followers do you have today? How many... What's the most, like, photo you have? Who's the most famous person? Right, and that's been skyrocketing over right. time. But now she's kind of... She's at the top. Right. And she's definitely going to have longevity, I think. Yeah. But it's not as... It's not as, I'm guessing, I haven't seen the recent one, but it's not as, like, a wow moment to go from, like, having 400,000 listeners to having millions. Right. To having, to wanting to get a Grammy to having five. Right. I, it was funny, because in the last years, they're like, how, how many Grammys do you have, or something like that? And she says six, and then this year she's like, seven, which is kind of cool that got another Grammy the next year. Yeah. I still like the idea of it, and I'm going to watch it next year, but... I think it would be okay if they did it, like, every five years, and I think that'd be sick. Right. She takes a couple years off or something. Yeah, but, and it also worries me that, like, she can't take a couple years off. Right, she made a commitment. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm thinking about, like, Lord, and, you know, she kind of just went into hiding for a few years, and no one heard from her. Can she, I don't think she's allowed to do that, because she <laughs> has a contractual obligation to Vanity Fair on October 18th every year. There is a Christmas song with Billie Eilish and Ariana Grande. Is Did it just come out? Two years ago. I haven't heard it, so it must not be very popular. Maybe it was just in an Old Navy ad or something. Yeah, maybe it was in a... Carousel ride. I don't remember what I was going to say. Santa Claus. Oh, I was going to say in a James Bond movie. So for those who don't know, today's episode, we're making Santa Claus's playlist... What would Santa listen to? First on the list. Wait, can you open those? Oh, yes. We're not opening the brown bag yet. Okay, that's, I didn't want to. Open this one. Okay, so here we have the uh, Christmas Mr. Peanut tin that sits on our podcast table mm-hmm. that apparently Alexis put something inside of. Now I will open it. Okay. Um, two things in here. Uh-huh. Lumps of coal mm-hmm. that I'm assuming are chocolate. I hope so. Thank you. And also classic Christmas candy. That's like um, those rolled up hard candies. Yeah, it says like old fashioned. Old fashioned mix. Cool. Where is this from? Aldi? Walgreens. I just saw the Walgreens logo right on it just now. Cool. I've seen people make these on TikTok, but I've never had one. 
Oh, they're just loose. <laughs> so I was going to pour them out into the tin thinking that they had wrappers on them. Right. I that's that would be fun. Kind of what I was expecting. They're just in here, huh? Wow. Okay, I'll just set these to the side. It's try. really Christmas. It really is Christmas. That's like a mistletoe or something. Mm, looks like a fossil. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna pass this back your way. Thank you. Santa would Doesn't be so proud. Good? What? The, don't they look good? The hard candies? Yep. They smell like a medicine cabinet. Yep. Okay, so the coal. Wow, these are a lot funkier than. The coal looks like a crunch bar. Yep. That's a milk chocolate with crispies in it. Great. Sounds delicious. Mm-hmm. We could, like, gamble with these. Classic Christmas candy. That'd be kind of fun. So we don't have to eat them. <laughs> <laughs> I raise you one weird fleur-de-lis. Maybe that's supposed to be a snowflake? What do you think this one's supposed to be? Sushi. That's a sled? guess. Oh, I thought it was insane. Oh, it's a watermelon. Classic Christmas. Well, I'm gonna eat this sled. Watermelon? Watermelon. Okay. I will eat uh, this mistletoe or maybe coffee cherry. Yep. <laughs> that tastes like Robitussin. <laughs> mm hmm. No, that's straight up cough medicine. What are you looking for? Oh, <laughs> please <laughs> just spit it out. I can't eat all three, but I want to try all three. I'm going to try the cherry or the cross. Okay, I'll try this uh, other one. This one's clear. This tastes like cough medicine. This one tastes better than the cough medicine one. I'm glad they're not all cough medicine. For you. <laughs> so far, I'm two for two. <laughs> it's like um, like a wine or coffee tasting where you shouldn't drink all of it. If you're going to taste it, you exactly. should spit it. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Or like a Chef Gordon Ramsay probably isn't chewing up every bite he takes, you know? I've never seen him spit, but I bet he spits. He's a... <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he swallows. Uh, when Susie said, I've never seen him spit, but I think he spits, and just winked at me. Uh-huh. Oh, peppermint one's great. I think this is exactly what I wanted it to be. But I still have some cough medicine in my mouth. Right. But I think this one's good. This one tastes like a mint you'd get at a restaurant. Have you ever had Hershey candy canes that are like spearmint and chocolate? Those mm -hmm. are my favorite ones. That's what this tastes like. They're like green and brown? Mm-hmm. Like Mimi's Cafe mints. Never been. They have green and brown mints. Mm. This is delicious. Santa would approve. So we need to sort out all the cough <laughs> syrup ones, yeah. bag them nicely, give them as a gift to someone. We'll bring them to a Christmas party. Yes. And then we'll keep the good ones. And we'll get kicked out of the Christmas party for a bad gift. Yes. And they'll say, do I look like I have a cough? <laughs> say yes. We can make like a lean jungle juice and put those <laughs> in it. <laughs> That's really good. That's, I like that a lot. Christmas. Have you ever had jungle juice as a, at a party? Yeah. Uh, one time, I've had it a few times, but one time speaks out to me. Mm-hmm. They made it 
Okay, first of all, this, these people that were hosting the party are like hunters, have a lot of camo, you know, they have a grill and barbecue. Pinup girls. Okay. Like uh, truck, like mud flap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Great. Gets a meatball sub from Subway. And that's an exact, like, I saw them get a meatball sub from Subway. It's like the most meat option at Subway. Right. Yeah, totally. So, they made their jungle juice. Oh, I'm going to give you three options. Okay. You tell me which one you think it is. All right. Option one. So, they made their jungle juice in A, a fish tank. Okay. B, a bathtub. C, a Home Depot bucket. Home Depot bucket is tempting. Fish tank sounds kind of realistic, because, like, people who don't have a fish anymore just have tanks lying around, and it's a big container. Right. I really don't think it was a bathtub, because what is this, Alabama, in 1910? (laughs) Where they made all their jungle juice in bathtubs. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Final answer is fish tank. It was a fish tank. Home Depot bucket was real realistic, though. Yeah. Do I get a prize? No thanks. <laughs> no thanks. I don't want more coffee, medicine, candy. Okay. All right. Playlist number one. Wait, I, we should say we're also gonna uh, talk about Santa Baby towards the end. Mm-hmm. So. Santa Baby? No, not Santa Baby. What's what is it called? Baby, it's cold outside. Yeah, sorry, I forgot. There's a lot of babies in Christmas. Santa baby. Baby Jesus, Wait, do you have a playlist made? No. Oh, okay, good, good. I was going to pretend like I did, too. Uh, yeah, no. Okay, So, uh, song number one, starting out strong. Justin Bieber, Little Drummer Boy. Really good song. It's an amazing Christmas song. Really good Christmas song. There's a rum-pum-pum-pum-pum-pum-pum breakdown. (laughs) unheard of for little drummer boy yeah it's really uh underrated that's the word who's the featured artist on that song again i want to think of it without looking because it's really funny it's isn't it the same guy shaggy i did just do shaggy but no that really fast rap that everyone tried to learn in like 2010 the like i know it's not Lil Wayne, but isn't Lil Wayne on the song? I think so. It's that. And guy. I got a hold on, and I got a right about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rom, pum, 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 pum. Buster Rhymes. Buster Rhymes. Buster Rhymes has a sick feature. Really good feature. Really. That good entire song. album's pretty good, but that's the highlight. It's the best one. Something like you didn't hear this in the Bible or something like. <laughs> You're right. I did not hear that in the Bible. You're right. Wow. Have you seen the live video of? Justin Bieber and Buster Rhymes at Rockefeller Center. Can't say I have. Okay, now we're just going to pretend like you're watching the YouTube with me and Alexis, because obviously we're not going to be able to include it. It's Justin Bieber, boyfriend era hair at Rockefeller Center, poinsettias, green and red everywhere, gold glitter, fans in the audience, a bunch of girls, not a boy to be seen, screaming the lyrics of Little Drummer Boy at the top of their lungs like it's the best song they ever fucking heard in their entire lives. Then Busta Rhymes comes out. He's wearing sunglasses. Doesn't matter that it's nighttime at Rockefeller Center. He's the coolest person ever. Bieber leads him in perfectly. Doesn't miss a beat of that entire rap that he's supposed to do. Then Busta Rhymes can't understand a goddamn thing he's saying because 
I don't understand even in the recorded version, but they wrap it up. It's beautiful. Now you don't even have to watch the video because I just described it perfectly. Um, yeah, Buster Rhymes, Justin Bieber, Little Drummer Boy, everything you could possibly what? want. Yeah. Yeah. Number two on the list, Michael Bublé, Jingle Bells. Because he has these girls singing in the background, and uh. they go they go hard on the jingling. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, they have be- jingle bells? They, they're they backing him up vocally, but they are saying jingle bells a lot. Mm, okay. It's worth hearing. Okay. Michael Buble... Has some... Obviously is the male goat of Christmas. Um, sorry, when I looked up Michael... Well, I was looking up Michael Buble... Uh past things I've looked up with the word Michael. Michael Scott quits. Michael Scott, you have no idea how high I can fly because I was looking up for a clip when I quit. I'm quitting. That's all. Nice. That's it. Michael Bublé is the goat of Christmas. We all know he hides in a hole 11 months out of the year and then on Thanksgiving Day he pops out. Do you think he's more of a goat than Miss Carrie? No, I said male goat. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's a She's number one. Right. She's Christmas number one, absolutely. Yeah. I'd say he's number two. I can accept that. Yeah. I'd say he's top male artist for Christmas. Okay. Excluding... No, actually, he's number four. Do you know why? All three chipmunks. (laughs) Okay. Which brings us to the number three song. Are they in a certain order? Uh, yes. You want me to rank the chipmunks? Yes. One second. Let me pull up their Christmas. Uh, the Chipmunk song is obviously the song we're including on our playlist. And, uh, I'd say, so, Christmas musicians, number one, Mariah Carey. Number two, Alvin. He's the leader. Yeah, I get it. Number three, Theodore. Mm-hmm. He has glasses, he's smart. Number four is whatever that other one's name is. <laughs> and then number five is Michael Buble. Okay. Do you know the third chipmunk's name off the top of your head? Alvin, Theodore, and Rumskin. <laughs> that was just rolling off my tongue. Alvin, Theodore, and Rascal. I think he says it right at the beginning. Is this called the chipmunk song? Simon. Wait, you don't know this song? Let's listen. Chipmunk song, parentheses, Christmas, don't be late. It's released in 1959. Did you know that the guy who invented the chipmunk sound had a patent on it for a while? Fred? Who is Fred? Hey, it's Fred! (laughs) In 1958, hey, it's Fred, put a patent. Yeah. How did you know that off the top of your head? You're a big chipmunk fan? Yeah. Chipmunks are kind of like Garfield, but at least I think they're done for now. I never got super into the chipmunks. I think you did. (laughs) Excuse me? (laughs) From the look of you. (laughs) I watched the movie when it came out. I didn't see the movie. You're a chipmunk head now. Okay. Theodore. I am not Theodore. I'm Alvin. <laughs> Great. But no, the guy who did it had a patent on it because he just obviously sped it up. 
And when you slow it back down, it's fucking creepy because it's a man singing these songs. Don't lawyer me with copyright, patent, trademark. I don't know which one he actually had, but he had some sort of legal rights to it. <laughs> and I don't think that that still exists because other people do that. What a pioneer. Fred. Fred. The backwards are. What the backwards are. Are you Fred and Corn related? That's a great question. Corn the band also has a backwards R. Right. Normalize making a section in Wikipedia for how they came up with their name. Alright. You ready for the next song? Oh wait. Corn came up with the backwards R from the logo from the logo of Toys R Us. So when was Toys R Us created? Before or after Fred invented the chipmunks. Toys R Us founded in fifty seven. Wow, so Fred got it from uh, Toys R Us. This doesn't make any sense. The company was founded in nineteen fifty seven. Its first store was built in nineteen forty eight. So what were the were they just called toys before? A children's supermarket. Oh, that is a terrible name. <laughs> toys R Us is much better. Yeah. Uh you ready for the next song or are you still yeah. you got more? No. The next song is the Corn Christmas song. <laughs> this is that regular Christmas song, right? That's like, it's just called Christmas song about chestnuts roasting or whatever, yeah. but performed by corn. Yeah. Cool. Cor- or Christmas is spelled with a K. Great. So apparently this version of the song is not available on Spotify for the playlist that I'm putting up, but I'm putting in Corn Jingle Balls instead, which has the same exact vibe and you can still <laughs> catch it. This song's really uh, spiritual. Yeah. I think it should play in church. Mm-hmm. He's talking about stuffing the stockings with reefer and beer. Mm-hmm. What could you want? What else would you want? That's all you need. That's so true. Wow, I love corn. You're a bigger corn head than me. And you're a bigger Alvin and Chipmunks head than I am. <laughs> We're both cultured people, but in mm-hmm. different ways. <laughs> Were you not expecting that? I thought it would speed up at some point. <laughs> That's what threw you? Yeah. I did I did expect it to sound like corn, and that, that did not disappoint. What do you got? This is Run DMC Christmas in Hollis. Have you seen this music video? I've never seen this music video. No, I haven't. It's a rap video, but Christmas. Yeah. They found Santa Claus's wallet. Oh, what are they going to buy? <gasps> they returned it they to returned him. They returned it in the mail, which you're not supposed to mail money. Santa gave him money for returning it. That's so cute. There's one I'm looking for. Is it Don't Shoot Me Santa by the Killers? No. Do you know that song? Of course I do. It's next on the playlist. <laughs> I forgot about that song, and it played at work the other day with the music video. Wow. I was like, wow, I forgot what Is the it, looked uh, like. Refresh My Memory. Is it, does Santa have a gun? I think in the music video, because I was watching that more than I was listening, and I think Santa. They kidnapped him. Yeah. Why? Santa kidnapped the killers. And that's why he's like, don't shoot me, Santa. Well, don't Don't they deserve it at that point? It's self-defense. Oh, wait, sorry. Again, wait, I got it backwards again. Hard to follow plot line. Yeah. I'm trying to find the one that I'm thinking of, but I can't find it yet, so I'm going to instead hit you with the classic Oi to the World, No Doubt. I like that song. It's a good song. Doesn't it have, like, a weird Nazi thing in it? 
Or it's like something about skinheads. Uh, probably. Isn't she saying oi to the skins? It sounds like she is. Um, I'm just gonna look up these lyrics really quick. Yeah, sure. This is just the first verse. Haji was a punk like any other boy, and he never had no trouble till he started up his oi band. Safe in the garage or singing in the tub till Haji went too far and he plugged in at the pub. Twas a cold Christmas Eve when Trevor and the skins popped in for a pint and to nick a back of crisp. Trevor liked the music, but not the unity. He unwound Haji's turban and knocked him to his knees. Whoa, that's rude. If God came down on Christmas Day, I know exactly what he'd say. He'd say, oi to the punks and oi to the skins and oi to the world and everybody wins. Oh, so it's like, screw G-O-D. Or is, he say, or is she saying, G-O-D loves everyone? I'm not sure. Because if it's G-O-D loves everybody, that kind of sounds like Trump. Yeah. They're very good people on both Haji sides. Haji was a bloody mess. He ran out through the crowd. He said, we'll meet again, we're bloody, but not unbowed. Trevor called his bluff and told him where to meet. Christmas Day on the roof down at 20 Oxford Street. Uh-oh. Um, then it's the chorus again. On the roof with the rotten chucks, Trevor broke a lot of bones, but Haji had a sword like the guy in Indiana Jones. <laughs> Police sirens wailing, a bloody dying man. Haji was alone and abandoned by his band. Trevor was there fading and still so full of hate, where the skins left him there and went down the fire escape. Oi, oi. But then Haji saw the North Star shining more than ever, so he made a tourniquet from his turban, saving Trevor. <gasps> they rappelled down the roof and the rest of the turban, and went back to the pub where they bought each other bourbon. Okay, so it's about unity, but it's a little bit weird. Right, because it's saying, oi to the punks and oi to the skin, so Haji's the punk. So, as far as, like, Christmas songs go, I think it's correct messaging. I don't personally in 2021 it's a cover think, oh thank god, god. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that was... you really were thinking about gwen stefani huh yeah like she's already a touchy like she already like has her things that are, she like... had some especially cultural appropriation yeah things. that's like so the to worst have a to to try to justify a hate crime in a christmas song is like right, not to, a great to look. write a song about someone using a turban as a tourniquet maybe not either. on somebody who hate crimed them to begin with yeah, yeah. but okay. she didn't write it she didn't write it it's the vandals she problem. did perform it she did perform it and popularized it and popularized it. but alas she didn't write it she didn't write it okay the next one christmas time by the smashing pumpkins really good song a great song that's it that's all i have that's to say it. about that one yeah classic smashing pumpkin song what year did that one come out do you know I want to say... Wow. Look at the cover used for that Oi to the World song. I hate it. It's a guy with a turban hugging a skinhead. In, like, graffiti um, graffiti style caricature. The Smashing Pumpkins one was on Very Special Christmas 3 in 1997. The same year that I saw Three Ships by Sting was on it, which is not on our playlist. I'm sorry, but... The album that that song was released on, can I just read you the track list? It's a Christmas album. Please. A Gun for Christmas. Okay. Grandpa's Last Christmas. Thanks with an X for nothing. Oi to the world. Nothing's going to ruin my holiday. Christmas time for my penis. I don't believe in Santa Claus. I hadn't read this far when I started reading this. I'm just going to say that. Okay. 
Yeah. My first Xmas, in parentheses, as a woman. Okay. Dance of the Sugar Plum Fairies. Classic. Ballet. Here I... <laughs> oh, I don't think I can keep reading this. I think at this point we're in. Christmas, but it's like C-H-R. Etc. <sighs> Hang myself from the tree. And then the overture. Wow. I wanted to read them when I read Christmas Time for My Penis. Right. And then you didn't see Hang Myself from the Tree at the Bottom. No. Or My First Christmas as a Woman. Correct. So there's a Christmas album that was a pop punk Christmas album that I got off Bandcamp for free years ago that mm. I can no longer find. find. And it's called From Under the Christmas Tree, but on Apple Music, most of the songs are blank. And it sucks because the Rudolph song was amazing oh i think you've told me about it if maybe you've showed me it's legendary it can't be found it's by a group called avenue and when you type in avenue band you can search it every which way and i never find it wow but it's called rudolph and it's the regular rudolph song except there's this gnarly pop punk breakdown where he goes rudolph the red nosed fucking reindeer pulls and a sleigh or some shit have you looked it up on Bandcamp? on bed camp. <laughs> wow. That's really, really good. I like that so much. That's a really good album. It's not on our official playlist because apparently it's only on Bandcamp and this playlist will be on Spotify and on YouTube for people to see. But this one I will link but this is when I was, this came out in 2013 and I was deep. Perfect time. Right. I was deep in my like discovering air quotes, Twitter musicians. Yeah. So say we can fly. Do you remember those people? Mm-hmm. Maybe there's just one guy. Uh, I followed him on Twitter yeah. and he's on this album and that's how I found this album. Wow. But none of these bands have claimed a lot of success. Is uh, Pally Royale on there? Not even Pally Royale. Wow, I forgot about Say You Can Fly. I think I saw him at Warp Tour. Right, so it's all like wannabe Warp Tour bands. Yeah. And none of them really made it, but that song's really good. Probably the musicians are bad. It's like But I don't know anything. I just found out that they even can access this song. So. While you're on that, you know the whole like bit about. You discover a new pop punk band and you have to search them to find out if they're predators. Predators, and then most of the time they are. Sure, I wouldn't call it a bit. I I've never thought of it as a bit. I should say, but it's yes. on like my TikTok all the time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's why I call it a bit. Uh-huh. But it happened to me for the first time a couple months ago, and I was pissed because I don't discover a lot of pop punk bands anymore these days. Like I most of them I already. W- did mm-hmm. <laughs> and like now it's like oh this old band that i used to like comes out with stuff with like allegations or whatever that they suck uh like i just put some apple radio station on and then this song came on and i was like this is sick and then i listen i was like on a long drive and i listened to like all of their albums and then i got home and looked them up and it was so bad <laughs> 
Like, they were canceled years ago. Damn. I was so mad. Why can't they make music that sounds like that without being bad people? Why do they have to be bad people? Always. Like, Every it's like time. a 98% failure rate on yeah. pop punk musicians. There's something about it. I don't know what... It's, uh... Well, I think it was summed up when we realized that Jared Leto saw the scene and decided to join it, even though he already had a career as an actor. Right, yeah. I think that says enough. Yep. Anyway, I'm glad you found that song. Me too. Genius idea. <laughs> Nowhere on the internet. I have, I have looked for it. Yeah. I mean, the band I feel like is called... Told me about I it mean, before. this song's called Rudolph. Mm-hmm. How many people have done it? A million? Yeah. Right. The band is Avenue, which is not helpful. No, not at all. But yeah, I'll I'll link it, but it's not on the official one. The Rudolph song I do want to promote is by Tima, and it's called Lil Rudy, and it's hip-hop. It's kind of R&B sounding, but it's about, like, um, like, you can't beat me, I'm already number one. Mm-hmm. And then there's a lot of, like, fun plays on words about getting lit and stuff, because he has a light-up nose. But he's also at the nice. front. Like, no one can pass me. I'm already at the front. I like that. Yeah. You're at a Christmas party and this song plays. What you doing? I'm TikTok dancing. I'm going <laughs> to hit the whoa. You know that? I don't know if you're getting this on your FYP. Okay. You know that song? It's like, I never been with a baddie. Yeah. I think there's something wrong with me because... I think I've seen the dance enough times that I could do it. Have you tried it? I do it on my own sometimes. Do you do it? I've never done it to music, but I think I also have it memorized. What is that person's name? Drea? Drea Mack. Who started it? Badass bitch. Yeah, she sings the song and she started the dance. Oh. Which, great move. Also, side note, props to TikTok creators. I saw in the top videos for that song, like... All of the ones that had over a million credited her in the caption, which is really what you're supposed to do. But, like, I've been seeing a lot more of, like, dance credit and inspiration by tags. That's good. Uh, Yeah, I've noticed that, too, actually. Yeah, because, I mean, part of TikTok is covering other people's TikToks. And you can use the sound, and that's part of what makes it fun and collaborative. But there's been a few times where dances or whatever, somebody will, like cover it mm-hmm. and then it'll blow up bigger than the original and then it looks like they created something and right. they didn't so yeah. yeah yeah that's good and it's so easy to tag somebody yeah just tag them but especially with dances like there's choreography and stuff yeah there's like, a lot into it just, just tag them you didn't come up with it no but in her case she sings a song and she she sings that verse and she did good the dance alright what do you have next next on my list oh it looks like uh you were going next i actually was thinking of one but i so this is more of a classic one okay uh so that was jingle bells batman smells version any thoughts um, really good. So, uh, the next, this is the second to last song. Okay. Do They Know It's Christmas, Band-Aid. And this is something that I just found out is white culture from Alexis. 
Yes. There are many versions of it. My personal favorite is the one, I think it's the original, the 1984, where Bono has a line. So, Do They Know It's Christmas is a fundraiser to help raise money for, I guess, Africa. Right. Very vague, very bullshitty. Is it called Band-Aid for... Uh, Let's see. Let's just note that the first question people ask is, do they know it's Christmas offensive? There is a line in the 1984 one where Bono says, but tonight, thank God it's them instead of you. And that is really upsetting. It's not cool. (laughs) And he just sang that. And they still play that version. They still play that version. There are updated versions where he changes the line. He still sings that line, but it's a different line. And apparently the original one in 1984 was for the 1983 to 1985 famine in Ethiopia. However, despite the fact that I grew up on that song and even listened to it recently, they only say Africa because... Why on earth distinguish that there's more than one place in Africa? That's not surprising. Right. So. If you could ask Bono one question. You you ever check out PacSun's sunglass collection? (laughs) My friend has Ray-Bans. Have you ever had those? I forgot you had Ray-Bans. Yeah, so it's it's bad. And it's it's funny, though. Yeah. And it's like this whole, it's supposed to be like this really, all of the comments are like, this is so moving, this reminds me of when I'm a kid, this still brings me to tears, but it's kind of fucked up. So it has Paul Young, Boy George, George Michael, Simon Le Bon, Bono, David Bowie, Phil Collins, Paul McCartney, Geldof, Yuri, and many other artists weren't given a verse but sang the Feed the World part. It's a real uh, dream team. So that song. And then if you watch all the different versions, you can see it evolve. Right. Then I mistook. There's a ver- I could have sworn there was a version with Justin Bieber in it. But there's not. There's a different song that is primarily black musicians, but opens with Justin Bieber. Which mm-hmm. reminds me of the Justin Bieber roast. <laughs> and... That song is a better song, objectively. It's the Michael Jackson, We Are the World. Yes. And, uh... That's also... It's... It might be longer, but it has more interesting uh, ebb and flow to it. Right. The song itself, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It's definitely more unifying than whatever they were doing. Right. And also, obviously, when that, that came out in, what, 2010? Something like that. We're... Ah, our age is showing. Because also we were excited that with that one. Because we were like, oh, T-Pain. Oh, Pink. Oh, Coldplay. You know? Mm-hmm. So obviously, mm-hmm. you know, in, in 30 years, we'll be commenting on that music video. Like, like wow, this still slaps. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. A lot of the people were watching... A lot of people commenting on the 84 one were nostalgic for Boy George or whatever. I'm glad no one was like, oh, Bono killed it. Bono objectively did not kill it. I'd say it's a low point in his entire career. It's weird coming from Bono. Especially Bono. Because his whole thing is... Giving people his album for free without their consent. Yeah. Yeah. 
Bono's a monster, you're right. If Bono were to die today, what would he re- be remembered for? Why'd you make that face? I just feel like it's bad to put it in the universe. He could die today. Oh, uh, okay. I take it back. No, no, no. Let's move on. Let's 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 roll with it. So if he died today, I think people our age would remember them putting you two on all of our fucking iTunes when no one asked for it. I think so too. <laughs> like YouTube didn't age well. They didn't they didn't keep a younger crowd. The people who liked them liked them, but like mm. nobody our age listens to you two. Yeah. We just had iTunes and then we shuffled our iPods and, and we then... had some fucking music we didn't want to listen to. Right. It was a misunderstanding. Apple bought the album for every iTunes user as a gift to you too for being for some anniversary of one of their original albums but really yeah I didn't know that's what happened I thought you two just wanted everyone to no it was like it was like Apple I think it was iTunes who did it <laughs> as a gift to you too but it was also before we were just used to our technology doing shit and like listening in on yeah. us and stuff So it was like, wait, you can just add shit to my library without... It felt like our computers got hacked. Yeah. (laughs) It was very invasive. Yeah. Wow. And it wasn't good music. Yeah, it was not U2's high point. But somewhere, a 45-year-old was like, fuck yeah. So excited. I didn't even have to buy it. I didn't even have to buy it. And then they logged into YouTube, commented on Band-Aid 1984. (laughs) Okay, and then the last song is uh, Baby It's Cold Outside, John Legend, featuring Kelly Clarkson. Yeah. I just heard this for the first time today. Me too. Baby It's Cold Outside is a notoriously problematic song, Mm -hmm. and I've heard versions of it that are trying to erase the problematic aspects. I've heard it flipped so it's like instead of the man pressuring the woman to stay it's a woman pressuring a man i don't think that's better right i've also heard really unpleasant and not very christmasy versions of the song that are justifiably angry Mm -hmm. but not very christmasy where they'll be like you can't tell me what to do kind of lyrics yeah and i don't even remember who performs that i know i've heard it before though yeah and so, you know, they'll, they'll load it up with, like, you're not a feminist, all this bullshit. Right. Which, again, I think is fair, but I don't think it's going to make That's it onto what, our Christmas playlist. Right. It's not what you want to listen to for Christmas. No, like, if I want to be angry, yeah, I'll listen to it. Right. But John Legend and Kelly Clarkson did it very tastefully without losing the meaning. Well, no, they did lose the meaning of the song, which is good. Without losing the sound of the song. Right. The feeling. It's the same thing. She's try- She's saying she's got to go. I'm pretty sure her lines are the same, more or less. I think it's, for the most part, the same. My daddy will be pacing the floor, really, I'd better scurry, whatever. Right. But the John Legend lines are all about calling her a car, I'm so glad you dropped in, you know. Does she say the, what's in this drink? No, doesn't she like doesn't. She does, which is nice, because... It's what will my friends think if I have one more drink? Yeah. And then he responds with, it's your body and your choice. That was when I realized something was going yeah. differently. 
<laughs> that was when you were like, wait, what did he just say? And that means that the first time we listened to it, we missed when he rhymed, I'll call a car and tell him to hurry with your driver. His name is Murray. Yeah. Which is brilliant. Really good. And I will say this sounds cheesy when you and I are reading it, but John Legend pulls it off. He does. It's really cute. It's a cute song. We listened to a few different versions of it after this. This is my favorite one. As of today. Uh, And then I looked up the history of this song. Thank you. It doesn't say, it's not a, it doesn't say anything about Christmas in it. Oh, right. It's just about being cold. Right. It's like a winter time. But originally, the song was used by these people who wrote it as like a, it's closing time, everyone. You can't stay here, but you gotta go get out of here. Oh. So they would, these people that wrote it would get put on bills to be the last artist to perform so they can play this song last and get people to leave. Which it doesn't initially make much sense to me, because... It sounds like he wants her to stay. It kind of sounds like he wants her to stay. I see why the context of that makes sense for the context, but it's been so far removed from the context mm-hmm. that it's a creepy-ass song. Agreed. We all know it's a creepy song. It's a creepy song. We listened to a Frank Sinatra version. Yeah, what was his weird deal? He's... There's a part where she's like, I'm trying to get the door. And he's like, I swallowed the key. Yeah, he he's locks like, her in- locked inside. He locks her inside and swallows the key. That's his big. Yeah. Uh, the original also has a line about, uh, well, it's all about him and his feelings and how she's hurting his feelings, which is like, shut mm-hmm. the fuck up. But one of the later lines is like, imagine the sorrow I'll feel if you die of pneumonia. Oh, that's horrible. It's horrible for so many reasons. One, you're threatening her with pneumonia. If you leave, you're going to get pneumonia and die. Two, think about how that'll make me feel. Yeah. Fuck off. Uh, the Kelly Clarkson and John Legend thing also had this whole bit with the driver throughout the whole song. That's really like the, There's a part where the driver goes, ma'am, I really can't stay. Yeah. <laughs> He's like beeping on the street. Yeah. We also listened to... The Zoe De Chanel Leon Redbone Baby It's Cold Outside, which apparently, after Googling, plays during the credits of Elf. Right. I thought I was clicking on Zoe De Chanel and Will Ferrell. And you were wrong. I was wrong. I don't remember if there's like a weird, uh, unique one about that, except that Leon Redbone has a very unique, very deep voice. Oh, that's something else. When I looked up the history, they would refer to the male voice. As the wolf, and the female voice as the mouse, which that sounds exactly like Zoe Deschanel and Leon Redbone. Leon Redbone. Yeah. Oh, he his weird thing was he kept saying your lips are delicious, which I think is in the lyrics. It is, but something about his performance was yeah. eerie. Wow, the guy who wrote it wrote Guys and Dolls. Really? Yes. And he got the Academy. He was nominated for five Academy Awards for Baby It's Cold Outside. Wow. Well, so I I guess he sold it for like some movie or something. Mm-hmm. And the girl that sings it with him was pissed. She was like, I felt like he was cheating on me. That's weird that he could sell it without her permission. I mean, it was, I get. But... Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't. Yeah. You're not Correct for the time, but, right. 
But that sucks. Alright, so Loser sold it to MGM for the 1949 romantic comedy Neptune's Daughter. Garland was furious and felt betrayed as if I'd caught him in bed with another woman. Wow. Which... Fair enough. So, that playlist is available on YouTube and on Spotify. Link in description. Did you know there's a number number on Spotify? I think you did. Yeah, you told me. Yeah. Do you use it? No. (laughs) (laughs) Alright. Fuck, Mary kill. I'm trying to remember what the first song was. Uh, Little Drummer Boy. It was Little Drummer Boy. Justin Bieber. Mm -hmm. Oi to the World. Okay. And Baby It's Cold. Bye. John Lennon. Okay. Ooh, that's tough. I'm killing Oi to the World. I think so, too. It's a good song, but it's a little sketch. Yeah, I'd be okay if it didn't exist. I think it's fun. Out of these three? I love No Doubt, but... Out of these three, I'd it's say the it's the most problematic kill. one. <laughs> yeah. I agree. And that's next to Justin Bieber's Little Drummer Boy. With bu- Featuring Busta Rhymes. I think I'm f- fucking the drummer boy. I didn't... I wish I didn't word it like that. <laughs> Okay, yeah, but I I hear you. And I am marrying John Legend, Kelly Clarkson, Baby It's Cold Outside. I think it's a really sweet song. Like, I think Baby... I like the sound of Baby It's Cold it's Outside. It's a duet. Yeah, like, I like... I think it's cute, but, it, like, I've always been like, it's kind of creepy. Right, there's something going on here. Right. And so, I love this version of it. It's, like, a little cheesy, but it's a Christmas song. I also love Kelly Clarkson. Absolutely. And John Legend. And John. A huge legend head. You know that. I am going to fuck Baby It's Cold because okay. it seems very nice and respectful. Okay. And I'm going to marry... I would marry any song off Justin Bieber's Christmas album. It's been with me for a long time. I just met Baby It's Cold today. You know, I can't marry a song I just heard today. Okay. That's fair. But I just like... Shotgun I'm gonna... Wedding? What are you, pregnant? <laughs> but I know Kelly. Kelly was okay, my Kelly Clarkson true. was my first concert. Wow. Yeah. Mine was Hawk Nelson. It was a Christian band. <laughs> I think you just went to church. <laughs> it was it was at the baseball stadium. <laughs> outside though, not like a stadium show. See if I if I marry baby, it's cold outside. Pool party. First of all, I've got the whole voice. Pool party in the winter? Yeah. Hot tub party. Okay. Even better. I got Blake Shelton. I got Gwen Stefani still. Got Ariana Grande. Uh, Adam Levine's not allowed inside my home. <laughs> yeah. I've got Carson Daly. <laughs> I've got Reba. Picturing little signs with pictures of shirtless Adam Levine with the circle with the cross through it. Looks like where's Adam? Not here. Not here. In my hot tub? No. <laughs> no. How big is your hot tub? Pool size? Yeah, it's a big hot tub. Okay, is there grilling and stuff? Like, are, is there a lot of outdoor activity or yeah. is it catered? What's going I on? I want you to know this whole for the last year and a half, I've pictured the same exact pool top. I have been picturing the same pool as well. I wonder how similar our pools are. Have you ever seen <laughs> the music video for Six Figures? I was only full. No, no I, I think it's that pool, but I'm not positive. 